With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Has it been rainy? Has it been unseasonably warm or cold? Like, 
Where is it right now here at the end of October here, like on your side of the country? Well, in October, uh, California has a wonderful Indian summer. And so it's nice and warm, and uh, you can walk around with a T-shirt. It's great. And uh, so it's kind of warm. No rain yet, and everything's great. And uh, other than, like, the earthquakes, we're beautiful. Birds are flying, dogs are barking, people are walking, going to the beach. It's sunny, sunny, sunny California. Excellent. And, and then going from not sunny New Jersey is Gail Davis. Gail, how are you today? Hi, how are you, everyone? I'm glad to be here and be with as, with you guys as a host and really um, looking forward to today's show with the Halloween theme. Absolutely. It's just, we have just so much to go through today, just going through the the rain and the snow and the Halloween costumes and all the scary things in the world. Yeah, so, um, so I'd like to know um, what's going on in music these days and what is like the things that have been exciting you, Jay and Gail, music-wise? Well, me, I'm in Coldplay's new album. And download is out, and I'm just excited to go out and download it and uh, let you guys know what I think about it. I love Coldplay, and uh, I think they're doing great out there, and uh, one of the most exciting bands of our time right now. So that's something that's new that's going on. Coldplay's new album is out, and uh, it was released this week, and I'm excited to go get it. So how about you, Gail? Um couple of things. Um, one of the things I was looking at this little girl a couple of weeks back that I had forgot to actually mention, and it was this little girl named Sophia Grace who was actually doing her, her video went viral because she was doing one of Nicki Minaj's songs, and it was the coolest thing. She had her little sister being the human beatbox. Wow. And um, her, her literally her YouTube video went viral, but she can really sing. She couldn't be no more than about five years old. Wow. She completely took the show at Ellen DeGeneres, just Ellen's show. I mean, everyone loved her. And when Nicki Minaj came on, she said, that's all right, Nicki, I'll take it from here. <laughs> so it was, it, was really, it was really fun. And, you know, the fact that her parents look like the suburban corporate couple who would never listen to, like, you know, rap and pop. They look like they probably listen to classical or something like that. And and you just never know. Like, music is just so all-inclusive. And to see their daughters be like in a, um, a princess, she was dressed as a princess. Yes, she's doing the human beatbox in Nicki Minaj's song. It was it was a lot of fun, actually. It was cool. Did, did somebody teach her how to do that, or did she pick that up on her own? No, she she did it on her own. Wow. It was so much fun. Wow. So you say her video went viral? They, she has a viral video on yeah. YouTube? Several million. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, so what was her name so, again? Um, Sophia, I think it's Sophia Grace. Oh, actually, she's eight years old. I'm looking at it now. It was just the coolest thing. And it <laughs> happened like 15th. It was on the 15th of uh, April, and it was just the coolest thing. It's it's just so amazing. Wow. And her name is, her name is Sophie, Sophie, Sophia Grace um, Brownlee, and it's so much fun. It was just so much fun. Wow, and I see 
Well, and I see her, I see the video, I see the YouTube video of her being on the Ellen Show. I'm going to post it for everyone to see on our Parents Kids Music Facebook page. I think it may already be there, Ian. I'm not sure. Well, well, you know, we're actually about to find out. That's one of the great things about the Internet. Not only do you get to listen to a show, but we can see what's there, what's not. It's going to be a very exciting thing. Yeah, you know what, Ian? We could all post it and, and write something about it. Um, Jay, didn't you say you had a, a, a kid of the week this week too? Uh, yes, I uh, do. Emma Roberts. She's uh, she's in the movie Scream, and that takes us to uh, scary movie Scream Four, which is a great. And she started off Gail as a Nickelodeon kid and a singer, and she had a couple of albums out in two thousand, I think five or six. And she's very talented, and uh, I just wanted to say that that's our kid of the week. Um, she's a great actress, and she uh, was really good. I don't know if you guys seen Scream 4, but uh, it was screaming. <laughs> so I, I really wanted to bring, bring her name to the light because she's a great actress and singer also. Kids, kids what what um, shows was she on for Nickelodeon, uh, Jay? Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure of the show, the show that she was on. Uh, the show she, I'm not sure right now the show. I don't want to say the wrong name That's of the show. Here she was on Unfabulous, according to her Wikipedia article right here. And she also was in the Nancy Drew movie in 2007. Oh, wow. So it sounds like she's been doing a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's absolutely uh, just moving on, just I can see going from a child, going to an adult, there starting a few movies I could see. I remember last year I saw her in It's Kind of a Funny Story, which was about these about these children, that this kid who was at a mental in a mental institution along with these adults and she was there too and it was like there were like a few kids but it was mainly adults. But and then the fact that she was in Scream Four, which which I saw earlier this year, which I thought actually brought a new spin to the whole series. Like going into Halloween, since the Scream movies, for people who don't know, actually were parodies of actual horror movies. But they made a horror yeah. movie into it, into the joke itself, which was always an entertaining thing. I mean, the movies are rated R, so they're not really suitable for children, but it, it's, as Jay said, it's a Scream. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And if you want to know more about her, you can go to EmmaRoberts.com, she has a website, so she's a good actor, and it's amazing how these kids grew up to be wonderful actresses and actors and uh, start off with child prodigies, and she's one. And so, I, yeah, she's, a, she's, she's, she's cool. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think Emma, it would be great if Emma Roberts and Sophia Grace met each other. <laughs> what would they think? Uh, probably, you know, Super Bass <laughs> by Nicki Minaj. Ha. Huh. Or it's like if, it's like when famous actors or actresses go to, let's say they, they are at a karaoke machine or karaoke booth, I wonder what kind of songs they sing. Like if they sing their own songs, if they sing someone else's songs because it's fun. I don't know. Hmm. Wait, uh, I remember years ago on The Surreal Life, which was this TV show where they put all these 
washed up celebrities together in a house, and one of them was Vanilla Ice, who who had tried tremendously to distance himself from from the, his career as a rapper in the early '90s that made him famous. And they, I just have this memory of like the episode where they go to a karaoke bar and they put play Ice Ice Baby and. He was just reluctant, and then he came on, and then he sang his own song and a karaoke machine. Hmm. Talk about a performance. Well, you know, speaking of that, um, there's some interesting stuff um, technology-wise for kids that's really kind of cool coming out. Um, there's something called Togetherville, <laughs> where uh, parents can sign up their children uh, by using their own Facebook accounts. So and that, Wait, but, so, it'll be, but no, it'll be actually using the parents' Facebook account, so they can actually watch what their kids are doing. But those are like for really, really young kids. And then there's something called Scutter Pads, where like kids can you know share their birthday and their favorite color and their first name and their parents' email address. And you know um, they're not allowed on the site unless their parents are with them, you know, watching what's going on, and they're just sharing information about themselves. So that's, that's a pretty cool one. And then they've got something called Skitty Kids, where it just talks about, you know, kids can talk with each other in different languages, and um, parents and kids can be together with them on there, and they can actually have profiles for both the kids and, and the um, parents. So it's kind of cool. So just thought some stuff in there to, to mention about that. And um yep. And Khan's Academy too. You remember Khan's Academy, right, Jay? I sure do. That that's that's wonderful because uh, I was at the I was eating the other night at a restaurant and a lady was having problems with her algebra. So I directed her to our website and I told her about Khan's Academy and she was amazed. Uh her algebra she wasn't doing too good in that and I sure do know about Khan's Academy, and she looked at it and showed her on my phone, uh, mobile phone, and she looked at all the different things that you could learn, and she was amazed. I think it's going to help her. So Khan's Academy is a great website. Oh, wow. Oh, that's that's really cool. You know, one of the cool things is, too, Khan's has something on there, Ian, for Halloween this year. It's actually, they, he has something on there telling them what kind of um, Halloween costumes would be really fun. Wow. Oh, <laughs> Like what kind? Of, like what is like what is the type of thing for Halloween that like like what what are your favorite MJ and Gale, your favorite all time Halloween costumes that you've worn as children or perhaps even as adults? Hmm, I dressed up as a nun, <laughs> which with my personality. <laughs> was definitely the opposite of what I am. I dressed up as a nun last year, and that was fun. That was really that, fun. And it rhymes with fun. Nun rhymes with fun. So you were so you were you a fun nun? Yes, I was a fall nun. A fun nun. A nun that was fun. A fun. Yes, I was. It does. That definitely yeah. sounds like fun. Like Jay, what what what's one of your most memorable Halloween costumes? Um, basically, um, I'm a Spider-Man guy, so, you know, I, I, you know, I put on a Spider-Man suit and, uh, I went around with the mask and trick-or-treated, so, you know, I like the, uh, uh, Marvel heroes, so I'm Spider-Man, you know, 
Superman, you know, Batman. You know, I like the heroes type of thing. So I put those on, and that's kind of my favorite stuff to put on uh, superhero costumes. <laughs> yep. yep. So, so Jay, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? I would want to fly. I would want to be Tell able to fly. Tell me about that. Like, when like, was the first time you realized that? Well, um, when I when I looked up at the birds and I look at birds and I see how free they are and the eagle and how I could soar higher than the storm, that was that's the first time I realized that when I was a kid, just watching the birds, you know. And I can fly over in, in, to New York to see you guys, you know, and, and you know, have to get those high price tickets. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, Gil, if you had a superpower, what would that be? Uh, appear and reappear in different time zones. Like, I can so go back like in another, time. So it's like another, like, aspect to the whole just transportation thing. Instead of flying, yeah, it's just, just like... I, just appear and reappear anytime. That would be the cool. So it's, just, so it's kind of like what Hero from Heroes was able to do. Just spending time in space, yeah. and, like going to different places. Yep, that would be fun. Oh, that no. would be a lot of fun. Yo, you, yo, you know what? You stole my power. That's what I was <laughs> gonna say. I need to figure out something else because there's so much, so many different like superpowers that could happen. You know, there, there's this um, there's this cool website for kids that they can share their um Halloween what they want to do for Halloween, and it's called what's what dot me. What's what dot me? Yeah, what's what dot me. So what is what? It's like this thing where they can actually, uh, it's just cool. It's just really cool. It's a social networking for kids, and they can share their Halloween stuff too. I thought that was kind of cool. What's what dot me. What's what dot me. Going back to the social networking and with the technology, my my question for both of you is, like, what is your opinion about about children and having internet access and also being mentioned? Like, one one of my personal pet peeves, which I'd like to share, is when parents put the names of their children and their pictures on the internet for the entire world, including people they might not necessarily personally know to see. In a past life, I once worked as a webmaster for a camp, and and we posted up, uh, we put up pictures of the children at camp so their parents at home can see it. But the one thing which I refused to do was actually put their names next to the pictures. What, What is your opinion on that kind of privacy? You know, it's funny, Ian, I have three nieces, and I put their pictures up when they came to New York, and they all have their own website. So the whole thing was, though, I never put their name, I never put the state that they were from, and I never put, like, their full name. So, I mean, I, I do agree with you. It's a catch It's a catch-22. And I also think that we can do things like as long the parents should be very actively involved. Yes. Parents should definitely act, be actively involved every step of the way 
of whatever their children are doing online. Um, I have to agree with you. It is a very hard thing to speak about what to do with your kids' pictures online. That's a hard one. You know, if there's some way to just do it locally, I don't know. I have to agree with you in some cases. That that can be hard. Or it's because- like there's like a level of privacy, making it private. Like I have a friend who actually he's made a – I know some people who have had put, made Facebook profiles of their children, children who are too young to even be on a computer, where they've actually made Facebook profiles with pictures of their children with their children's full names. I mean, obviously it's the – Obviously, the pair parents can choose to do how and handle it however they want to. However, I mean, some people go the extreme approach. I also have friends who they'll put their pic, they'll put their children's pictures up, but they will refuse to put the names of their children, even the first names of their children. So, so many parents handle it in multiple ways. I think it's just. I think you know, if your kid is. If your kid, if your child is below, say, 14, I think that's when you have to have really look at at a discerning eye on what you're going to do with that. Um, because I would be concerned, you know. And, and in fact, I won't say 14. Let's say below 10, because once they get over 10 years old, they kind of know how to handle themselves and so forth. But if it's going to be the parents, I would say it should be a site where only their friends can visit. If it's going to be yeah. something with children, um, like a social media site, like what we were talking about, what's what, what's what is actually a social media site for children. And there's, you know, I even saw that there were faces scrolling. So it's really, it, it, it's, you know, it's a hard one. I can only say it's a hard one. Yeah, and to be honest, we everyone has their opinion. I mean, I have my clear opinion, so do you, but... But, Dale, I mean, the truth is it's just like anything else with raising children. It's up to the parents. The parents, the parents are the ones who can, as long as, are the ones who can choose how to do it. And there's not necessarily a right or a wrong. There's just different. And the fact that just being, like, connected by computers is still a fairly new thing. I mean, the Internet just keeps on getting better and better, more bandwidth, like, more different applications applications and startups as we've been sharing that I mean that that's where it goes. I mean I mean Jay, are you there? Yeah, I'm I'm there. I'm I always I always thought the internet was like open up the door to your living room. So if you want you want your kids to be online and once you open up that door, everybody's in your living room kinda and you kinda opening up your house to uh to the internet world. So that's a deep that's really a deep decision and a heavy decision that you have to make. Do you want your kid to open the front door of your house and let, you know, all the Internet things into your home? So I tend to say as long as you have a guard or a sentinel there, it's okay. But uh, And then, like Gail was saying earlier, the age is important. Maybe um, it's kind of a – maybe, I don't know, maybe you should wait until they're – 16 or 18, I don't know. It's kind of a, a trick question, you know, because do you want – you don't want to leave that door unattended. That's that's what I'm saying. But, but the question is, uh, just like you can open up your front door, You, I mean, I mean, it, like once the internet is equivalent to be able to open it and then close it and then open it again and then close it again. 
and perhaps put a lock on it, perhaps get a security system. So, or perhaps even like get a babysitter to like watch the children or walk the dog. Yeah. You know, I I, I, I can agree as one who is taking care of her nieces, all three of them at times, uh, mm-hmm. having one for uh, almost a year myself and taking care of it with my brother and sister-in-law, you know, having three nieces, especially girls, um, you, you're always on guard to watch what's going on. And, you know, I have three nieces that are fourth-degree black belts. Not, excuse me, not fourth-degree, I'm sorry, that, that are in martial arts, thinking of myself. Um, but that are in martial arts and can very much protect themselves, as well as they're very active sports-wise and very intelligent, you know. So I think that I would trust them. If their faces are on there, I think that they would know how to handle themselves. It really is dependent upon the child, but I would still, you know, I would trust them, but I have other kids in my family that I may be more concerned about who are more, have more of an innocence to them. My three nieces have an innocence to them because they're in Florida in a, in, a, in a certain type of very suburban area, but they are also they also are aware. But I have other nieces and nephews that kind of are secluded and they live like a, you know, the fun life and everything and they're 9 and 10, that I not, would not necessarily open them up to the Internet. So really, it really depends on the child. Okay. I mean, maturity isn't something that's cut dry by age. I mean, like, in our society, like, you have a certain age where you can get a driver's license or where you can legally purchase alcohol, but... Those are just those are in some ways just some rough guidelines because because one because one fifteen year old might be more mature than another. And and, you, and Ian, not only that, what do you guys think about the internet predators? I mean, some of these like uh, you guys were saying, the mature age of the children to be able to deal with these internet predators that you know trick you for your information, you know where you live, where you what's your last name, give me your phone number those kids have to deal with those Internet predators. What are you guys' uh, views on on that that situation? That's scary. That is scary. I mean, that is one reason why why I know that. I mean, I don't have children, but if it were up to me as a parent, I would not put my children's names up on, on the Internet. I would not have it so someone could do a Google search of my child's full name and be able to connect that to myself and my home address and be able to know this child, blah, 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 Eisenberg, lives at this address. That's a very scary thing that people have access to or could have access to. That's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. It's just like in the Halloween, it's like going to different houses trick-or-treating and you have those predators out there, it's virtual predators. and um, or the kids. Mm-hmm. And it goes back yeah. to just Halloween. As a child, I just remember like always having to check all the candy after we get it in case people might have actually put knives in them. Like, I've never seen any candy that like that, but there was always those warnings to make sure that everything is safe before you eat it. And trust me, I like to get it on Halloween. It's funny because we had to do the same thing, Ian. My mother, you know, my grandmother, all my family members, they, it was like it would go through three different people. 
and they would actually um, make sure that the candy was checked over and over again. We had one time when somebody actually um, put in a candy that was mixed with rum. Wow. And and it was it was it's a, it was like a rum kind of candy. It was it was a specialized candy, and you know it was good that they had checked. So you know the thing is. You you can only be so careful because in your own neighborhood you can have a sexual predator. Right. Wow. You know, literally, wow. you can. I mean, you could walk down the street and not know that you've been with a sexual predator all that time. Right. That is scary. So it's the same thing online as it is offline. Right. Wow. Right. And. Most most predators, even for Halloween, you know, most predators are are ones that children know. That's scary things. So, but you know, getting back to the fun of it, kids do actually have fun on Halloween. Absolutely, kids do. I I certainly did. I mean, as a kid of all ages, I I just remember at school, even if. I, what I, the one thing I do miss, at least in my school district when I grew up, I don't know if it was about you, is they always purposely scheduled like a superintendent's conference with the teachers on November 1st. So it used to always be that you'd go out for Halloween, go trick-or-treating, and have no school the next day. But that stopped. And But it's still fun just to dress up, to go trick-or-treating, to go to parties. Like, what is, like, the most – what is – some of the more fun things that you, both of you have done on Halloween and your memories, especially as being as children? Well, when I was little, my brother, <laughs> my brother and I would go trick-or-treating, so there was a couple years difference. So what I would do is I would say, oh, that candy is not good for you, and he would, and I would convince him that it was not good for him. Oh, so, no. So when, get, so when we would get home, he would tell my mom and my dad, he would say, you know, um, Gail said, I- I'm going to give my sister all the candy because it's for big people. <laughs> so oh, I would no. have all the candy. And my mother would say, you know, he's learning so young. And I did that. It only worked for two years, though. <laughs> so it only that's, worked that's for two years. Funny. So it was, was kind of cool. That you know, is that funny. Cool. And and Jay, what Jay, what's one of your favorite Halloween um, ho- Halloween adventures? Well, they had uh, here in, um, in the, on the West Coast. They had this place called the Deformery Park Haunted House. So you know they got this house like in the middle of the park, you guys. And what they do every Halloween, they will you know they'll they'll do a, a makeover of the house to make it scary, you know, you know. So it looks scary, you know. They got spider webs and all these things, and you'll go in and they're blindfold you. And then they'll take Ooh. you to the house. They take you to the house blindfold. You have all these ghouls and goblins. They stick your hand in Jello and tell you worms. And you know you you <laughs> It's kind of it was kind of neat. You know they had these wet things they put on your face and said they were slugs. And you you know so you get they scare you through the whole house and they give you a little tour, a Winchester tour. And so that was fun. Every every uh, year I would try to go into that place and get scared and. Uh, you know, it was kind of scary, though. You know, cause, you know, they're sticking your hands in different substances, and you don't know what it is. And they tell you it's this and it's that. That's one of my uh, experiences there. The, the, the scary house. 
Absolutely. Well, I, I, what was your favorite candy on Halloween or off of Halloween? I love those. Well, a, um, big... I, I love those candy that you get. That you, they're they're like little tarts. They're straight across. They're just all tarts and it's straight. Oh, I forgot what you call them, but they're they're really sweet good. Tarts? And I also are they sweet tarts? I'm sorry. Are they sweet tarts? Sweet tarts. No, no, not sweet tarts. These are oh, like Smarties. Oh, Smarties. I bet that's what you're talking about. Yes, I love Smarties and I love um, I love Tootsie Roll lollipops. How many? So how many licks does it take you to get to the center before? How long till you give up and just bite it? <laughs> I don't remember Ian, but I still I had a lollipop the other day that was really good. Excellent. <laughs> and I know I was telling you this like in private like a few days ago. One thing I always liked were actual chocolate lollipops, like chocolate melted on a stick. They weren't necessarily like the candy lollipops, but it was like chocolate and like white chocolate, like those chocolate molds, which aren't necessarily the things you'll see, like the Snickers and the M&Ms and all those like fruit candies and Willy Wonkas and stuff, even though they were all fun. Strangely, I've got a craving for chocolate lollipops. Wow. Wow. I are job ranchers. <laughs> those apple, oh, yeah. ones. apple, those are my favorite, and it's not just because I'm a Mac guy. No, yes. God, yes, <laughs> I love those. <laughs> I yeah, Jay, those are really good. Oh <laughs> man, especially the watermelon and the cherry. Oh God, oh. that's my favorite. That's all. That, those are great, but it was all about the apple. I mean, the green apple. I probably had, I probably had more green apple Jolly Ranchers than actual green apples. Well, you know what I, I think would be cool. Let's invite our audience to go to our Facebook dot com forward slash Parents Kids Music and tell us your funniest Halloween story. I think that would be a lot of fun. That is great. We invite you once again, everyone. That's Facebook dot com slash Parents Kids Music. And you know what? I think I think on that note, I'd like to wish everyone a happy Halloween. Anyone have any final thoughts before we go and pick out our costumes? Uh, yes. I think this year I am going to dress up as a cow. Wow. That's utterly impressive. And Jay, how Are about you? you? Jay, are you um, laughing? Yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm laughing. You're gonna laugh at me. I already got part of my costume, and I'm gonna dress up as Uncle Fester. I already got the head part going on, so all I gotta do is get the long cloak. So it's gonna be cheap for me this year. Uncle Fester uh, from Adam's Family. <laughs> that okay. sounds fun. I'm, I want to see. You have to send Ian and I a email with this picture. We have to see this. Yeah, and Ian. And what are you going as? I'm going to dress up actually as a, as a security guard. I have a friend who's a security guard. His head is completely shaved bald, and I'm like, I want to be him in particular. And I think it will be fun just getting a black shirt, getting a badge, and I'm like, I'm him. Well, on that note, guys, we say to our audience, 
Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. All right, everyone. Thank you very much. Thank you, Gail. Thank you, Jay. I'm Ian Eisenberg, and we will and we'll see you next week here on Parents Kids Music. So thank you, everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.